0: We're live. We're back with uh, Tales from Teff's Tavern. I'm here with Andy.
1: Hi Mike.
0: And uh, we're just going to give another go at this man. Uh, We're not experienced enough podcasters to put any sort of grace or pretty in front of this. So we're just going to go right into it with uh, what we've been doing this week.
1: I'm not really an experienced adult.
0: (laughs) Yeah totally. I'm still working on that. So (laughs) (laughs) this week I worked too much. And I played a little bit. actually got a little bit back into uh, the computer game Eve Online. uh, uh, I've always been in love with that one. It's always seemed to draw me back in. I was an early adopter and uh, got in right about, I think it was a couple of months after it launched. So my character is pretty well skilled and versed in in combat and all that. So we'll see if that gains any traction if I actually go anywhere with it.
1: It's a big time sink, though,
0: eh? Oh, well, it it is and it isn't, because it's one of those where if you don't have a lot of time to play, you can just set up your character to train, and they'll continue training whether you're online oh. or not.
1: That's pretty cool, because I've only ever played, like, uh, Warcraft. I've not played anything like that.
0: So. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Uh, that being said, it is one of the nerdier games. Uh, MMOs in the world. It, it gained the nickname Spreadsheets in Space just because of how much <laughs> management there is to
1: it. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I probably couldn't handle that.
0: <laughs> right. I also uh, had the, the blessing of playing in another one of our friend Jason's games on Friday and uh, I had a blast. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was a good one so I'm lucky on that. And uh, today, this morning, is Father's Day and I'll also be DMing a game for my uh, family uh, here in about an hour. Oh, so
1: rat- crop around the tables type stuff.
0: Yeah, real, like sit down rolling physical dice at people things.
1: Real people. It's scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's
0: been pretty cool. How about you, man? Anything exciting this week?
1: Um, well, my house has been pretty much shot to pieces this week. Oh. But um, I've managed to get some maps drawn out. Um, I'm working on uh, a module with Jason. Is Iron Falcon supplement thing. Oh, neat! So that's pretty good. I've managed to sort of get three of those dungeons done for him, and then I'm going to work on some cover art and um, the village design. Oh, that's so so cool! That's pretty interesting because like we're working sort of basically just over Messenger and taking photos and stuff. But yeah, that's really good. Um, That keeps me going. Um, E3 this year was pretty cool for games and stuff.
0: Oh, that's Um, right. That was this week. I missed the whole thing.
1: Well, normally they're pretty rubbish. Like, as in presentation, they're quite cheesy. (laughs) Right. The the Microsoft one was amazing, um, especially with the end when you need to go and check it out because it glitches out and does the Cyberpunk trailer, Ooh. which is pretty good. That Um, looks
0: interesting. That looks cool.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I've only this gen console, I've only got a Switch at the minute, so I've got, I got hold of Paladins, so I'm hoping we can cross-match that and get some gaming in together with Paladins somehow.
0: Oh, absolutely. We're, we're bound to just be awful at that, so I'm going to have to record yeah, yeah. that and post it to the tavern. Yeah.
1: I, I think so. I think it should be like guys that have no idea what they're doing, playing a really fast like first-person shooting team game <laughs> it, it should, should be the most weirdest thing going so hopefully we maybe can try and hook that up then
0: we'll get some uh, 12 year olds to just stomp our skulls in <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah we won't care because we'll just be in the corner laughing
0: that's it that's it i love it i'm super it's, excited it's
1: the, it's the joy of this stuff isn't it absolutely if you've got no joy for what you're passionate about then what's the point
0: a, see and that's it i've uh, I, i've determined i'm never going to be a professional gamer I'm, I'm, I don't have the quality or the high-hand eye hand coordination to be any good at this, but damned if I'm going to not just sit back and enjoy it.
1: Yeah. And, it, and that goes with every kind of game. Yep. Because that's the thing. It's like the whole point is the game and play, and you play at something. You learn by playing. Yeah. You know, eat. that's the thing. Enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it, then don't do it.
0: Yeah, there's no point. That's why we're all here. Yep. Life's too short to, to not enjoy something, especially when you're not getting paid for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> well, this week, I think we tossed around a couple ideas, and we were going to go into the concept of miniature gaming versus theater of the mind. Mm-hmm. And I've always been really kind of open to either. When I was younger... Uh, we just didn 't have any money. we were just dead broke and, yeah. and not willing to get jobs or do any sort of you know we we're, were lazy on top of that, so we didn 't have <laughs> the the gumption to go earn money as well. so we kind of just didn 't approach miniature gaming, uh, yeah, whether it's it be not cheap, probably, is that 's a fact uh, as far as our our d and d table went and uh, this little town I live in has never really had a uh, miniatures war gaming community of any kind. The If you want to do any sort of Warhammer or uh, anything like that war machine you have to drive 65 miles to a neighboring city called uh, Grand Junction to uh, which is, it's yeah, crazy it, that,
1: that wouldn't happen over here the, the thing you, you said to me the other week what was it that um,
0: oh,
1: Americans think 200 years is a long time and European or British people think 200 miles is a long way.
0: Right, right. <laughs> it's
1: absolutely spot on. I mean, if we thought you'd have to drive 60 miles to play a game. No way. Right. No, that's like a convention to us. <laughs> Or a nice. holiday, if yeah. You go on holiday, you drive sixty miles.
0: See, and I do that every morning. <laughs> I get it. I think of my Fridays as like almost like a little day off because I get to work in my hometown and I don't drive, but maybe thirty miles that day, just driving around town.
1: But yeah, but that shows you like the scene. I mean, a, again, it, it's an expensive scene. If you if you haven't got a local place to get a regular game, right? It's a lot of money to invest in something you maybe play twice a year
0: yeah totally because you're not going to get out every week
1: no no i, I mean with D i D, I, I think given the choice i will always go theater of the mind really with yeah with with people that i know if you if that makes sense
0: no oh, sure sure sure
1: um because if I go back to like last week, um, my son ran a game for me and his girlfriend, and apart from playing like online like games and Skyrim and stuff, she'd never played any pen and paper games. Oh wow! So it was like Reese has grown up with this, so he knows like what we do. Yeah. But like I, I never appreciated when a new person comes in how weird what we do is. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like okay, so. We're going to do this, and then this happens, and then we can do that, for sure. But she, like, really ran with it. Oh, how neat. Um, and and it was one of the best gaming experiences I've had is seeing a new player come to the table and love it.
0: That's phenomenal. I absolutely love teaching new yeah. people the, the hobby. Yeah. Um,
1: but having said that, I, you know, I, I played Wargaming a lot, and I've still got a lot of terrain and stuff. And it it has its place. It can set a scene. It can do things, and the same as like you know, using overlays, playing live, online, they can add things as well, and shouldn't be dismissed either way. For
0: sure, for sure. Uh, I've actually been poking my nose in and around because we play so many uh, uh, well RPGs online, uh, Mm. pen and paper that. I've I've been exploring the different methods out there of doing virtual tabletop, where it be yeah. Roll20 or Fantasy Grounds or what, it, what have you. And even in uh, our last session, I was posting things in Google. We do a lot of Google Hangouts, so I would just do screen share to show images or maps or anything like that. And th- that alone could be... It's just helpful, I think, because I w- I've always been the kind of DM that at the table likes to give handouts and trinkets and that sort of thing like uh, my mom was a huge crafting freak she loves building things with her hands whether it be jewelry or painting or art whatever so i need if i if i need a strange bauble that's going to be representative of a, an ancient artifact that unlocks the great dwarven door of manakhun or whatever I can just dig through her drawers in her craft room and we'll find something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I need to put an order in, man.
0: Yeah, no <laughs> joke, man. Uh, uh, uh she she ordered a set of like 200 individual uh I think they're copper or or brass wax stamps for like sealing uh-huh. envelopes. So yeah, I've been I've been uh at abusing those probably more That's than she cool. has oh man they're too cool you wanna so what I did was I, I'd, I'd print out I'd go and buy some decent parchment at, at the office store and print out a bunch of invitations to my players' characters, <laughs> roll them up, seal them with a wax stamp, and hand yeah. deliver them to their to the players' homes in the middle of the night. Because you know I'm a nerd, and <laughs> they Can loved I come it.
1: And move in over there. You I need to move.
0: You got to come over, man. We got we'll g- get you. A cr- you guys got the cooler countryside, and we don't have that many castles over here. But man, we'd love to see you.
1: Yeah, that's the rub. I mean, everyone thinks you know with the castles and shit, but it's like. Oh yeah, sorry. I'll, oh, this has just popped into my head. Go at E3, for it. They, sh- they showed uh, the new Forza racing game. How is that? I don't know because it's it's based in in Britain, and I'm just th- looking out the window, looking at our shitty roads, and thinking <laughs> <laughs> everyone else in the world thinks it's all this like romantic roads and stuff. You know? Right. I'm just looking at like you know two lane like. Not far off dust tracks in some areas.
0: We're going to need some better tires and suspension in this game. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, crazy. it's crazy. Everyone's going to yeah, be on the wrong a, side of the I'll road. Digress.
0: No, that's I'm funny. I love it.
1: Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think you know when you mentioned um, fantasy grounds, um, I think that's really good. Um, and and again, used. I don't think there's one preferable way. Like I said, I prefer theatre in mine But if you can combine something like If I had a, like one of those letters pop through in my letterbox I'd be, you know, over the moon with that I think it really helps
0: great. set some some uh, mood yeah. and some atmosphere
1: Yeah I think, again, it depends Because like, you get that bond with It's like anything when you're at work or school or whatever and, and doing this kind of thing You do get a bond with people that you play with regularly Oh, um, for sure so, when you get that bond and something like that happens, like, you've got a real solid thing, like, a letter come through your letterbox. It's just, like, great, because you get it straight away.
0: Yeah, it's super instantly. neat. Super yeah. neat.
1: It's not nerdy, you know, screw anyone that thinks it's nerdy. It's not, it's fun. That's it, for sure. It's not nerdy, it's fun. Uh, it, the people that, like, look down the noses on it, it's, you know, okay. To heck with them. We're, we're, we're enjoying stuff, man, so.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> So, But yeah, um, uh, since I've gotten back into gaming, though, since as an adult, uh, I have found a lot more interest in miniatures gaming uh, with both ends of it, uh, whether it be D&D or, or uh, man, I w- I've thrown my hat into the ring on uh, tabletop war gaming in Warhammer 40K, at least. Uh, me I talked the wife into going down and helping me spend half of our tax returns. Uh, on two figures almost almost one and a half (laughs) no well we 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 researched the game uh i bought the books the the i believe i bought seventh edition yeah the three pack that uh if i'm reading these books right you read them once and you don't really ever need to open them again (laughs) so that was that was a hundred dollars well spent and then we created a uh, a couple, of, we went online and found a couple of army builders and built 500 point armies to just kind of try to get started. And uh-huh. she chose Dark Elves with a couple of Harlequin add-ins, which I thought were just super cool. And yep. I went with Grey Knights, which means she got 600 figures and I got three.
1: <laughs> but badass, though.
0: Oh, for sure, for sure. So yeah, it, it's it, man, it's such a deep f- fleshed out Story of that universe, and it is just so incredibly cool.
1: I love it to pieces. Yeah, I, th- I think again, the thing is, is, sometimes people think, well, it is a dear hobby. Most hobbies are, if you go all in, yep, whatever. Um, but you don't have to always play the current edition, right? That's fair. You know, the same with D anD. d If you haven't got the money, you go and find something cheap. You know, you basic, fantasy. basic fantasy. It's but, free.
0: Chris Gunnerman's yeah. book says, "Don't buy this book." <laughs> yeah, exactly. So,
1: it's the same with wargaming. Really, if you fancy it and you research it enough, just go back and buy like an older rule set.
0: I should have done that. I definitely um, should have done that.
1: The thing is, is probably you and I weren't talking at that point, so right. Um, I shouldn't psychically send you messages. There you go absolutely well I do in the night anyway when I wake up and just send you a random message but um, yeah if you want to go back and play like a different ed, you'll still find the miniatures and if you can't afford the new miniatures go on eBay buy them
0: I've noticed that and they're far more reasonable and sometimes they're at least somewhat
1: painted yeah because people tend to like it's a new shiny thing so a new army will come out people will want to buy the new army and they'll sell their old army I've done it myself because uh, you think, oh, that looks really cool. Got to get the so, new thing. Yeah, you know, there's ways around it to still play and enjoy it, but not like maybe they'd like you to, if that makes any sense. Fair enough, fair enough.
0: Mm. See, I've noticed uh, like a, a, a local friend of ours used to be a manager at a video game store, GameStop, and her brother used to play. She had a, he had a giant, expansive orc army. And yeah. uh, he just hadn't touched it in probably 10 years. He was willing to part with it yeah. for about $20. Yeah. It's yeah. like the amount of time and effort and money that you dumped into this army are just breathtaking. And they're not poorly painted. I mean, they're not as no. good as, say, my son's uh, uh, figure work because he's, he's ridiculous. But they're yeah. at least table table decent, you know. At a distance, they're going to look fine. Yeah.
1: Well, the thing is is like you look at tabletop distance, what are you looking at two foot, something like that, you're looking down at it right. So as long as you've got three colors on and a wash, you're done you'll you're yeah. laughing. Yeah,
0: and that's funny because um, so you you don't think about when when I first started painting i've I've got this little figure that's about yay big, and I'm holding it mm. up here with my little two hairs on a paintbrush, making sure I've got his eyes right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. three hours later i'm still frustrated i got to set the thing down i go and have a smoke and when i come back i look at it on the table and i realize you know He's
1: what go, oh jeez i can't
0: see his eyes anyway <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I i can't do my eyes they always look cross-eyed
0: same yeah.
1: so, so i give up i just, just go oh, i can't do that <laughs> absolutely but yeah but th- again, there's lots of ways to approach a hobby and still get maximum enjoyment out of it.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: I think that, that's the core thing. Um, and
0: you know,
1: the a- no ahead. set guidelines and don't let anyone tell you how to do it.
0: And that's another big thing I have learned this week. As long as you're having fun and the people you're playing with are also having fun, uh, don't yeah. let anyone, don't ever, and I mean ever, let anyone tell you that you are not doing it right. Because the whole idea behind this isn't to go make sure that you're adhering to this or that or pleasing him or her. The whole idea behind this hobby, whether it be tabletop board games, war gaming, I don't care if you're playing solitaire in the uh, or playing rummy in the, the living room on the floor with your your loved one. If you guys are both having fun, you're playing right. You're doing it right. That's
1: right. That's right. I mean, if, if you go back a couple of weeks ago, just like... I can't commit all the time to the online games which pisses me off but right. um, I sort of dive bomb Josh's game I got no character sheet and no dice and I nearly killed myself trying to get upstairs and he ran with it and he was a good enough DM to deal with that
0: Nice. And still,
1: and still make it fun Awesome. and that was with two other guys that I'd never played with and game with so a lot of pressure on Josh bless him oh. for somebody just to i bomb into your game say can I play and he says yes and I'm like I haven't got a character sheet he goes okay I don't like, care I he, got he, does, he doesn't like, care okay <laughs> you're in and that was great because I got to like do half hour of like gaming which yeah. I might not have otherwise had
0: Oh it's perfect. See and that's the essence of this this entire thing is helping each other out and giving giving each other the things that maybe the other guy doesn't have. Say for instance if I'm running a game and you just don't have your dice that day or whatever. I do. There's nothing that says I can't roll for you. You don't have a character sheet. Yep. Whatever. I've got I've got so many programs in front of me that want to print out extra character sheets. I've got you covered. I've got I've got a a, a file a folder in my external hard drive here that has 300 different pre-made characters and probably 12 different systems, mm-hmm. I could whip you up a character now.
1: <laughs> and I, I, I kind of take that for granted, even if I, know I, I haven't known you for that long. I can just man- imagine where they all are.
0: There you go.
1: But, but the thing is, as well, I'm doing like with my maps. Um, some are going to be specific to certain things, obviously with the Iron Falcon thing, that I can't show anyone. Sure. But what I want to try and do is, um, they're quite relaxing for me doing them. Um, when I can. Really? So I reckon, I reckon by the end of the year, I should have a shit ton of them. So I'm going to put them all in, a, um, get them all scanned and put on a file. And then like, let people use them. I don't know.
0: That's super just, cool. Just, just like just, a, a repository of, of, yeah. of RPG maps.
1: Yeah, a year's worth of maps. There you go. Perfect. Knock yourself out. You
0: See, and it's I mean, funny. Growing up, I would buy a module for... Well, second edition at the time. And I don't think I ever ran a single one of those modules. But no, I bought no, them just for the maps.
1: Yeah, resources. That's it's it. Like, like I said, man, it's just, you find anything around the house. Something always while you doing something.
0: And it'll it'll draw you out. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I mean, when, once I've done the Iron Falcon thing, um, I want to do the Mercia thing, which is my own kind of thing. But then I really, really when I get North Rock Abbey out for a Christmas thing for Jason not Christmas sorry what am I saying Halloween oh for Jason to run because this this one on North Rock Abbey it is is really like messed up um and he's the only like guy I'd probably trust to run it how I envisage it oh wow yeah. so I'm going to work with him to get that done for Halloween sometime so he can invite a group of idiots that want to go through it.
0: And I gotta uh, Halloween has got to be the coolest holiday for event role-playing games.
1: Well not over here it's a bit sad we don't they keep trying to make it a thing but everyone keeps going.
0: See and that's that's the problem with our hobby you encounter so many people that want to say oh wouldn't it be cool if wouldn't it be great if but nobody wants to step up and actually do it.
1: Oh, yeah, it'll be a thing for Halloween for sure. Too cool. If I'm, like, bloody in hospital drawing maps, I'll be doing it.
0: <laughs> they give you a little table at the hospital.
1: <laughs> well, I've got one of those here, but, yeah. No. If I'm in hospital, I will get North Rock Abbey done so Jason can run it for Halloween. Too neat. That's going to be a guarantee.
0: Very, Very cool. So let's see here. What else did we have in mind for this week? You had uh, mentioned uh, something that really drew my attention, and I haven't had a chance to look into it any yet, so I thought maybe you could iterate on it some. Uh, The films in a banned horror list.
1: Okay. Um, Well, I think really that's probably going to be a whole episode in itself. Okay. It it, it does get really complicated. But in a nutshell, um, when I was about 13 or so, um, we had like three TV channels and no, no video or nothing. Wow. Um, so when my dad got a video player from his work, for some bizarre reason, um, video cassette shops for rental started to spring up. And they were really nuts. You had to pay something like about a hundred pound membership up front before you could even hire a film.
0: Holy cow.
1: Yeah. and And I went in and it was like, holy shit. There was that many films from all over the world, and I like horror. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All these mad covers. I mean, you most people have seen the original artwork for, like, The Evil Dead and shit. Oh, um, man. <laughs> for sure. And, yeah. Um, and I went nuts with all this stuff. But then, and I say this has got to really go into another podcast.
0: We'll make another the one, go- absolutely.
1: Yeah, the government basically said no, because they'll come through with, like, what was an X-certificate which was, like, mm, kind of vague. It was adult, but it wasn't. It was, like, horror, porn, martial arts films, all mixed into the X category. Weird. So they took all that away and said, no, we're going to ban all these films now, and they're going to need proper certification of 18 or whatever. Um, and, yeah, we will go into it in more detail, but they all sort of disappeared, but then created this massive... Flat market because people still wanted to see them
0: oh people are still going to get their hands on this stuff absolutely and, and if you
1: tell someone you can't see something they're going to want to see it more anyway you just
0: made it more popular <laughs> yeah exactly so
1: all the video shops took them off the shelves but put them under the counter <laughs> <laughs> so you go in and it'd be like a monty python sketch like nudge nudge wink wink put your money on the counter and they give you the tape no nice bad
0: bad. nice <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah um it, it's fascinating because the whole like, political stance in this country at the time ties into it and that's why it gets more complicated but yeah um, I mean most now are released back after all these years fully uncut and everything i mean the gore in something like the walking dead tv show far surpasses most of the stuff that they banned in this country
0: Uh, me and my mother were were actually talking about that because she's a huge walking dead fan as well as and i like them as well but man back in the day because we used to go to this little there was one little video rental shop in town it was called blue mesa rentals and it's actually right next to my store now and uh you'd walk in there and they had maybe maybe throughout the entire store they had two three hundred videos (laughs) and it was tiny and uh they had maybe 30 of those as horror films and these were 70s 80s horror films where you know the technology just wasn't there
1: yeah yeah
0: and was uh, all
1: physical effect, wasn't
0: it? That's it. Yeah, no, no computer effects at that time. So the things that they're showing on network television now mm-hmm. are just head and shoulders above what used to scare the piss out of me when I was 12. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it, it, it's a kind of weird sort of area. Um, but it, it was also it was very tied into the whole country's sort of mood at the time as well. Yep. Uh, uh, it, it very very strange, but yeah, I mean, up until then, how, can you imagine it only having like three channels, TV channels, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, the, and like BBC, when it went off air at twelve o'clock, it played the fucking national anthem. <laughs>
0: we had that too. We had that too. Our it's our right. our local news channel at at and I believe it was eleven here though. It would yeah. go. It would go to thanks for joining us on our broad on your broadcast day. And then yeah. it would play the national anthem to uh, some, some stock photos of, a, of an eagle. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would go to the bee. <laughs> so, I
1: mean, up until then, I'd only really been exposed to, like, hammer horror and that kind of stuff. Sure. And occasionally, um, um, well, not, the thing that blew my mind with Westerns, obviously, was the um, Dollars films. Wow. Um, especially The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Oh, I, uh,
0: my mom, lo- my mom was a huge Western fan. I need to watch some of those. I've just I mean, recently gotten in, uh, into them a little bit. I watched uh, the new uh, Magnificent Seven. Yeah, I yeah. loved it. So,
1: but like the, the music score, oh, it sends shivers at your spine, man. The um, what's it, Ecstasy of Gold? Really? Uh, Metallica use it before they come out and play. It's oh, like ah. their intro music. Oh, yeah, I've not, heard that. I have you're, you're heard that, like yes. yes. If you do find it like on YouTube, just the track, and close your eyes, you'll get goosebumps.
0: That's a good. That's some good music right there, absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, For sure. So, yeah, it, it's kind of hard to, like, get, thinking back now, and think, you think, I didn't know, like, all these films are coming from other parts of the world. And yeah. I mean, you, you kind of... T- it's like everything now, I think. And I think this, again, maybe ties in with having joy with the simple things is everything is so accessible yeah um, you want to find a track click there as a track you wanna we click, have it as a book the discovery of finding things through like an organic state you, you, you still do it because it's there but it's not the same as stumbling across an album or stumbling across a film
0: like you like used to
1: be, or like your best friend coming around and going you've got to listen to this
0: right and sharing
1: that and again then it's sharing the passion isn't it exactly so you know it's why I might text you or Jason at like two two o'clock in the morning my time and just go guess what look what (laughs) I found I'm "I'm excited and I know you're asleep but you'll get it when you wake up and I'm like look at this and it's like you can still do it using technology it's just we we get that used to being spoon fed right what's in my Facebook feed (laughs) yeah exactly it's like you know um Go and find things, talk to people, go and rummage around in things in your own house. That's the stuff that's been inspiring me like, the past few weeks, stuff that I thought I'd never use again because right. of my disabilities and trying to slot them into a way to make them work and, and again, making it passionate.
0: And that's that's the, the absolute trick right there is you've got to find the thing that presses that little inspiration button in your soul and if something yeah. lights a fire in you and makes you get up on your feet and go do something that's something you need to cherish mm-hmm. and hold on to so don't be afraid of it don't think that just because you've got a job you've got to do and there's the 40 hours a week slog you have to go take care of that's fine pay your bills you've got to get that done but yeah. find the mm-hmm. thing that jerks your heartstrings and go do it
1: yeah yeah and don't I'm let anyone
0: welcome. tell you you're doing it wrong
1: yeah, otherwise, we wouldn't be doing this right now, would we?
0: That's it. You know? I'm still baffled at the concept that someone actually listens to this. I mean, you know, t- two guys that don't know what the hell they're talking about just sitting here metering online, but I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, well, this is the thing. I mean, my son listened to it, and he just said I sound like a knockoff Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, no! Because <laughs> I've got a slight Birmingham accent, but not much. Sure. And, it, you know, it, yeah. So I don't know why people listen either but at least we enjoy it that's it,
0: absolutely on that note, I am going to tell everyone who is listening, thank you so much for listening we're going to have to probably wrap it up there for the week
1: Happy Father's Day, Mike
0: Thanks man, you too That's a silly question, a quick short note uh, Across the pond, do you guys celebrate Father's Day as well? Or is that an American accent?
1: Mother's Day is a different day for some reason Weird Yeah, I know
0: Crazy! See, I the love Father's these Day. these little things. I love that.
1: Yeah, because I'm in the future now. True. Because and you're in the past, but we're still talking at the same time. Craziness!
0: Yeah, see, he it gets is. to, to warn. He warns me ahead of time, Mike. Don't get out of bed. Friday sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I can text you ahead. There's a car going to arrive. <laughs> Two D- gunmen. <laughs> don't
0: don't drink the coffee. <laughs> yeah.
1: for, for future Andy will visit. Like, past my yeah
0: it works out
1: yeah
0: man I'm okay have a good week guys yeah see you later and